Welcome back, guys. You're listening to the Watts Podcast, World of Athletic Therapy, Training, and Sports. I'm Luca, and I'm here along with Tyler, Joe, and Rich. Hi. We're back at the seat. No, JK, we're in the Biomech Lab right now whoop, whoop, whoop. for our sixth episode. Good morning. Honor, bro. Thank you, thank you, Tony, for offering us the space today. Yeah. Antonio you, Pistilli, uh, Biomech uh, instructor. Yeah, Biomech Lab instructor. Lab instructor. Concordia University. Um, so if you haven't checked out our other episodes, make sure to search us up on iTunes and Google Play Music, the Watts Podcast uh, with a double T. Uh, you can also find them on our Facebook, Instagram accounts, and our Podbean website. All right. So we've got a pretty cool guest today, as always. Um, but before that, we're just going to mention again, just like the other episode. Uh, just so you guys know, again, we're collaborating with the CTSQ to help promote the um, this year's uh, annual athletic therapy conference. Again, this is a fun uh, conference for you guys because this is a chance for all of you guys to come network, uh, listen to the to, to, to lectures, have a fun night, and more importantly, there's food, like a lot of them okay uh so there's gonna be four speakers on there the fourth one we're gonna wait for tyler to, to introduce because we have uh, her today uh her here today um the, f- the the first one you could check all of them out in our social media uh platforms uh some of the lectures or on the website yeah, yeah or on the website some of the so some of the lectures they're going to be given is uh, assessment rehab of the spine without imaging by uh richard gregory uh uh, progressing a post-op in the eyes of an orthopedist and types of surgeries and techniques for various structures uh, by Do- Dr. Armano uh, and the last one is uh, the third last one, uh, second last one is uh, important muscle tests and corrective exercises for functional hips by Sarah Zab. And she's a kinesiologist. Yeah, and she's a certified. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so the conference is happening on the April 27, 28. On the 27 is just going to be the cocktail at Lord William Pub, and on the 28 is where the fun happens with the lectures and the banquet. So Richard, you want to tell them more about it? Of course. Uh, so guys, don't forget, you guys can still buy your tickets. Uh, yeah, it's a bit uh, too late for the early bird prices, but uh, still buy your tickets. Uh, they're like uh, ten bucks more. Uh, for uh, f- so you can buy tickets for just one or all three of the events. Uh, register and purchase your tickets on the conference website at events.ctsq.qc.ca. Do you want to say something? No, we're good. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, make sure that you scroll all the way down uh, to the bottom of the page. It's really at the bottom, bottom. Um, again, the prices are just ten bucks more. Make sure you go buy them. We're all going to be there, so we're we're going to be really excited to see you. Um, the w- lectures are going to be held downtown at the BINQ complex. And again, for more info, check out the conference website. All the links will be posted down below. Okay, so like Joseph had also mentioned earlier, I'm going to be introducing our guest that we have with us here today, uh, who is also going to be. One of the lectures at the uh, CTSQ conference uh, that's coming up uh, later this month. So I'd like to welcome you guys, Erica Porter. So Erica Porter, thank you for being here with us. Thank you. <laughs> welcome so, to the Biomech Lab. <laughs> welcome to the Biomech Lab. It's so, uh, long. <laughs> so Erica Porter, she's uh, she's actually been a TA for all of us uh, throughout our years as students uh, and lab instructor as well. Uh, she. Became a certified athletic therapist in 2015, and she completed her master's here at Concordia University in 2017. Uh, 
after completing her master's, she's now currently working at Champlain College in Lenoxville with many of the sports that they have there, as well as she's the assistant coach with the women's uh, hockey team and the strength and conditioning coach with the women's and basketball teams. Uh, and she's also a member of the student services team as well. So those are kind of things that she's been doing now. And uh, we're very excited and happy to have you here with us. So thanks for inviting me. <laughs> So first question. So last time I saw you, uh, you were a lab instructor for uh, for us three uh, for assessment of spine and pelvis. Uh, we wanted to know what have you been up to since. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed instructing all of you guys. We weren't we were we were good students. We weren't too well. <laughs> of course, would, we were good students. I would say good people, not great students. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, since then. Uh, yeah, that would have been last year, my last semester, my master's. So yeah, I got actually a job right out of uh, graduating from my master's because I got a job actually um, working with my supervisor that I had for one to two-ish um, of my internships during my uh, my back. So that was good. I got to make a good connection with her and she wanted to hire me. So that was nice. Uh, so yeah, I got a job right in Sh uh, Champlain, Lennoxville, which is my close to my hometown. Um, so I got to go back to my roots, which I had not been back for for eight years. So it's nice to be back. Um, my little hometown in my city, city life. I mean city life, country life, sorry. <laughs> yeah, not city life, population, 5,000 people. Um, and so yeah, like uh, Tyler just said, I got to, my first semester I was working as an athletic therapist um, with the football teams, the hockey teams. I was also kind of doing a dual um, work when I had hockey games, I was uh, assistant coach slash athletic therapist, which was not always the <laughs> best combination. <laughs> uh, sometimes it was difficult. Luckily, there's not too many injuries that happen during the games. Um, but I did have to run out one time in high heels, which was very stupid <laughs> of me. <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, because for some reason, I thought I had another therapist with me for that game. Um, but it was me, the head therapist, and then one of the girls got injured and I was, it was a pink game, so I was wearing a nice pink dress with high heels and had to run out <laughs> to help my injured player. We make it work, we make it work. <laughs> yeah. So that was awkward and that never happened again. So very good life experience. Um, for all of you other ATs just learning, don't wear high heels. <laughs> Especially if you have to run out on the ice. <laughs> um, yeah, and also I got a job in student services, which is pretty cool. I'm the activities coordinator. So I pretty much just design and uh, hold activities for the students to have a better student life. and. I still consider myself a student, kind of, so I really enjoy participating in these events. Um, and yes, so strength and conditioning as well for hockey and basketball, which also went really well. So again, I had a, a lot of work to do, especially in that first semester, but a wide variety of it, so it kept me, kept me very busy, but different kind of busy, so it wasn't too long and tedious. Okay, but the, the general athletic therapy, therapist life. Yes, kind of. yes, cool. exactly. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, with that being said, like, what are you up to now? Like, uh, has, like, what? Well, I think we, we well, 
Oh, that's a good question. No, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no, because she just explained like where she was before the pink you, dress and the high heels. You guys, you guys look cute. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying to share mics, so me and Tyler are pretty much in each other's faces. Yeah, there's five of us, but we only have four mics because we're in the biomech lab. So but we're used to this every day, so it's yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Erica, so what are you? So what are you up to? Back, so back to, to the now? question. Back to the question. Yeah. So, uh, oh, so you, yeah, you kind of said your social, uh, your you coordinate activities with some of the athletes. Uh, is there anything else you do on the side? Uh, so, well, actually, right now, um, I am unfortunately not working as an athletic therapist because I injured myself. Oh. Um, and um, also, my hockey season also ended just this past weekend. Uh, we lost in the semifinals. My girls played very well, however, so I was happy about that. But now we have no more games on the weekend, so that also frees up a little bit of time. Mm. Um, and so I'm still doing a little bit of strength and conditioning with the hockey and basketball. Um, but my my weeks are a lot less busy than they were in the fall. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Get some party time. So when you're not <laughs> injured, <laughs> what's, a, what's a typical day like for you uh, at Champlain? So, <laughs> I'll give you my most busy day, um, which would have been on the Tuesdays. So, Tuesday, we would have morning practice with the girls, um, my hockey girls, so I'd be on the ice with them coaching. I was in charge of the defensemen. Um, so, our practice would start at 6.30 a.m. So, I'll get there around 6, sometimes 6.15. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, practice would go all the way until 8. And then get off the ice at 8, have to talk to any players if they needed to get talked to. Um, and then at 8.30, I would start my student services job until 4.30. And then from 4.30 to 5.30, I had a little break to... <laughs> sometimes go to the gym if I had energy uh, other times I would just eat <laughs> and wait <laughs> um, and then so at 5.30 we had to start, I would start football taping um, until their practice at 7, go out to the field at 7 and then practice would be from 7 to 9 at night and then do any assessments and give the guys ice and clean up so I would leave the complex around 10, 10.30 and then restart that day minus the football practice at night um, add a strength and conditioning that night. Um, so it was pretty busy, um, very tiring, but we made it work. Nice. Yes. I wanted to go back to kind of um, how you got the job at Champlain. So you said you did an internship over there? Yes. So where did you, where did you do all your internships when you were at Concordia? Perfect. Uh, so my first internship that I did, uh, I did my 400 hours at Champlain Lennoxville with um, Dawn Patterson because um, I knew her beforehand. So she's been one of my mentors and one of the reasons that I actually wanted to come into athletic therapy. Um, and so I asked if I could do my internship with her because obviously I thought that she would be one of the best people that I could learn under. Um, and so I did my 400 hours there. Um, however, since I played on the hockey team here at Concordia I wasn't really able to do any internships during the school year so I'd always have to do them during the summer so those internships um, uh, with that first one sorry I would do like the football camps I did um, the football training camp as well but then I did all of the little sports camps that happened throughout the summer like the basketball camps uh, mini football camps soccer um, yeah that's that's that was my first one with her sorry and then I actually went back um, and she has an assistant therapist called Amanda Nichols 
who I did my second clinical 200 hour with. Um, so I did that at the Champlain Clinic, uh, which is also mixed with bishops um, in the same clinic there. But my second, or sorry, my 400 clinical I did at Université de Sherbrooke in the summer with Mario Mercier, which is also a great experience. Um, because, yeah, that one, because it was in the summer, it was a little bit less busy. So I was able to take on pretty much every athlete that came in while he sat and he evaluated me for almost every um, athlete that I have uh, that I assessed and rehabbed. So it was kind of like a one-on-one learning again. And so that was very hands-on, and I learned a lot. Um, and I also did my last uh, 200 field with the Montreal Alouettes at their training camp at Bishops. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. So, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> nah, <laughs> it's okay. We won't edit it out. Um, but I think uh, like we could move on to the masters. To the masters because um, like the main reason we we really wanted to to interview you is to kind of give an insight to all these uh, these students that are at Concordia about how masters programs work and how you apply for them and just like in general. Um, so, is this a break or is no, 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 this no, is it's where, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to include this. Don't <laughs> worry. Talking in the microphone. <laughs> um, and, uh, so yeah, to start off, how, like why and how do you apply for a master's? Right. So why, uh, why you apply for a master's is going to <laughs> depend on everybody. Um, for me, the reason that I wanted to apply for the master's is, well, first of all, <laughs> because I was on the hockey team here, I only did, f- I had five years of eligibility. Um, and so meaning to apply to a master's, I would have been able to play my last year mm. of hockey. But that wasn't the sole reason uh-huh. or the main reason. <laughs> I have you know. But that was definitely a bonus. Um, but the main reason that I wanted to do it is because well, I, I always knew that I wanted to have a higher education. Um, I'm a person who's always loved school ever since I was young. Um, and I know now the trend is that like, so before people maybe have stopped at CJEP and then having a university uh, bachelor's degree was very good in like a in a hiring position uh, but now many people are coming in and getting bachelor's degrees many people are going to university so now I thought the next step to take to kind of differenti- differentiate myself um, from other people would be to get a master's degree mm-hmm. um, and I knew who I wanted to do my master's with in my last year of my back actually I took the for the first time the pain management management class was given by Dr. Dover mm-hmm. um, and I've always enjoyed him um, as a teacher he's <laughs> he's one of the well, not only, I wouldn't say that. He's one of the best teachers though, however, to like keep my attention with all of the stories that he gives and he's super interesting. Um, and I really liked, <laughs> <laughs> I really liked all of the um, lectures that he's given. And so I knew that he would be um, a great supervisor to mentor me and help me throughout my research, so. Mm-hmm. Shout out, like shout to, out to him. Yeah, I think yeah, we would like to all agree, agree with everything Eric no, said. No, I agree. Yeah, we'll probably have him on here soon. <laughs> Hopefully. His um, but but the but way he moves his arms and the way he talks really captures me. <laughs> just like all right, guys, and smacks the table really hard. Like all right, uh, <laughs> I don't know what you said. But, yeah. <laughs> but so so basically, you you're saying that to apply to a master's, you have to uh, approach a professor that is willing to take you 
uh, with them, right? To, right. To so you have to, first of all, obviously you have to have good enough grades to be accepted into the master's program. Um, but from there, you have to have a supervisor who will accept you to take you on as a student. So before, um, well, you can apply, and but then afterwards, you have to go and approach um, some potential supervisors, and you should at least go for three mm-hmm. um, to see what their research is all about. Obviously, you have to be interested in what they're doing uh-huh. um, and then see if they're willing to collaborate with you and work with you um, in can, the next years. Can, can you approach them before you apply for the master's? Would yes, that absolutely. give you an advantage? Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. For sure. And is the application process kind of the same thing as kind of just applying for a bachelor's or is it different? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about this. <laughs> Applying for my bachelor's was a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I believe it's pretty similar. You have to have um, some letters of recommendation, which I know for not all back programs that you need to have. Um, and again, you have to have, um, I believe the supervisor of your choice has to write a reason why he would be able he would want to accept you um and i believe that's all that you need to do so it's not it's not that long of a process to do and i mean even if you're not certain that you want to do a master's but there's a little hesitation i would definitely advise you to apply anyways because you might as well keep all of your options open and Mm -hmm. it was definitely one of the best decisions that i've made so okay and so before applying uh for it and i guess um doing it with uh, dr dover did you did you have any prior lab experience was that uh, a prerequisite uh, no. Nope. Sort or so I have never really done any real research um, projects before, other than the typical little tiny um, uh, research articles that you pick up and then you just make a big <laughs> article about. Um, so I never really did like a big research project like this. So that's definitely not a prerequisite. Requisite. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <It's Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she needs. She needs some water. So I mean, obviously, it would help in the long run, but mm-hmm. this was my first experience at a big research project, and then that has been able to propel me into whatever, if I want to do more research next. Okay. So once you're accepted in, then in doing your master's and you got your supervisor, kind of what's the timeline of things that you do uh, once you start? Right. So um, it all de- it depends on everybody and what their project is. Um, once you get accepted, um, you can kind of start working beforehand, even before your first semester technically starts. Uh, just if you want to get into um, like your your preliminary like research on everything that you're going to be doing, just so that could give you like a, a little heads up, like uh, yeah, get you right going into the game. Um, but if not, I started. Um, my first semester, I just started off with, you have three classes, three or two classes. This is, this is at Concordia University, by yes. the way, in Montreal, for <laughs> our listeners. Um, three, I, was it three or two? I don't even remember. Two classes, my first semester, and then one class my next semester. Um, that was in-class class that you had to come in um, and be with the teachers. Um, and other than that, you were just working on your own or with your supervisor. Um, 
and they would tell you well he would tell you he would suggest like this is the direction that you should go in you should look up uh, these type of articles and then come back and then we'd meet pretty much every single week um, to see my progress and then by the end of that first year you want to have done your proposal which is you have a, a committee and then you say what you want to do as a research project why you want to do this as a research project so you have to pr- uh, present all of the background information as to why you would think these type of things um, and then your committee says if it's good or not and if it's good then you're cleared to go on to um, try and get ethics be approved by ethics and then once you're approved by ethics you're allowed to start your data collection okay hmm. interesting um, well I was just gonna add that the I don't know. The two classes were what stats and because uh, we had the um, the internship meeting with Panetic long not long ago and I guess like 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 you said it was um, the process to applying there you have to choose your supervisor but there's also two classes with it right the seminar and uh, one, one seminar and one stats class right and then the last one was I believe it was called special topics but I could oh, okay be very not wrong. Sure. okay and then it and also you don't have to necessarily do your own research you could kind of do like a like if Dover was re- if, if Doctor Dover was researching pain, you could kind of like like aid him in his research, like like kind of like branch out from that or. Um, I know there's different ways to complete your masters. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one girl in my master's class who, sorry, took on. Uh, there was somebody else who had done all of the data collection, and then she just analyzed it in a different way. She okay. still had to do like prior pre- previous research before as well. But then again, like she didn't have to go out and collect all the data. She just had the database and okay, and did that. So there's different ways that you can do your masters. Okay. Um. Yeah. And with regards to I guess data collection, Tyler here, I guess you you kind of helped her with it or and that's what I heard I don't <laughs> well I'm not gonna take I'm not, I don't want to take any credit <laughs> but uh, but yeah no that, that I did I was actually how I met uh, Erica even before having her as a TA is uh, I was a 400 year student uh, for the football team at Concordia and uh, I would see her on the occasion uh, on the occasion on the, I was a, lot, a lot of the time <laughs> a lot of the time and uh, yeah she was like either either looking for an athlete or uh, where I had to go find them. It's, she, she wants. She wants to speak to you, but yeah, uh, it helped a little bit. Yes, he definitely helped me quite a bit. Um, that was one of the well, not one of the hardest, but being able to communicate with the athletic therapists um, about when their player got injured because I had a window of 24 hours from the injury until I could get to collect their data um, because if it was past then, then I wouldn't be able to use that that injury um, in my research. So yeah, communication with all the student athletes over across the, uh, across the way. And, um, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) across the way, as well as the head athletic therapist, um, was key for me to be able to get so many injured athletes. So thank you, Tyler. I really appreciate you. Uh, no problem. No, no, but, but I, 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 that's actually something I wanted to ask you was that what was some of the challenging things you had to deal with as uh, while, while completing your master's and collecting that data because I did know that or I had an idea that it wasn't always the it was, wasn't easy to do. Right. No. So because my research, again, was going to ask a ton of questions to injured players, 
sometimes when you're an elite athlete and you just get injured after <laughs> a big game, you do not want to see nope. this girl walking up to you with a stack of papers and being like, oh, do you have 20 to 30 minutes for me to ask you every single thing about your injury? So that one, there was most of the time people were extremely receptive and they knew that they wanted to help me out, which was very nice. However, you again, obviously would get some uh, athletes who were very disappointed that they might be missing a couple weeks, a couple games, some big games that were coming up. And uh, so they weren't as happy to answer all of my questions, which, I, I mean, I completely felt for them, but I was also like, oh, I also want to graduate, so. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. So, uh, Eric, I also have another question. Is um, I've seen a lot of, of master's students, like uh, like Seb, for example, uh, one of our instructors, um, like hanging out around uh, a lot. Is this because uh, when you're doing your master's, do you have, like compared to the bachelor's, is it, do you have more time, more free time or like how does it, does, how does it happen? Like you have less classes, right? So. Right. So, um, yeah, you definitely have less classes. So you have more time. Uh, your time management definitely has to get a little bit better because you don't have a, like a strict schedule for you to follow. You mm -hmm. just have a couple deadlines that you have to meet if you want to graduate in, uh, at this time. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much all up to you to say, okay, I want to graduate now. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Um, so in your master's, um, like I, I was always around the complex because I wanted to be accessible in uh -huh. case Tyler ever texted me saying <laughs> that he had a player for me. Um, but other than that, like I was also always here because um, I would, again, BTAing or I had a lab instructor. Uh, I was right. a lab instructor in my in my last year, which was fun. Um, yeah, it's very fun. And also just coming and meeting with my supervisor whenever I needed to. So yeah, you definitely have more free time ish. Well, it's just it's different free time. You still have okay. to work right. Equally, sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> so was completing a master's what you originally thought it would be? Um, I would say it was almost more because. Because I loved the research that I was doing, it wasn't like it was. It wasn't like it was homework to do for me to go uh -huh. and look up twenty articles. Well, I mean, it was long, <laughs> <laughs> but it was at least it was very interesting for me to do. Um, and again, the population that I was doing it on was athletes, um, so something that I've been very familiar with, and I really like that type of, of population. So, the so our interactions were were always like fun to do um, so I had an excellent excellent time and like I said I was a athlete here beforehand but I never got to know so many athletes until I did my masters uh, because yeah I got to know every single different sports team which was which was pretty cool mm -hmm. um, and I get I got to know like obviously my supervisor and some students that I would never have gotten to know like you guys um, <laughs> a lot more which was which was really awesome um, and because through my masters again I got to I got to teach I really 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 found like a passion for that um, so hopefully one day I'll be able to get my experience up enough that uh, I'll be able to come back and, and that's teach. awesome I think so that's that's will be your TAs. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> I think that's that 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 like that that's really good because you're because you're already on a path to kind of teaching just because with your masters you have to present it at different places right and mm -hmm. 
Tyler and I were at the Cata conference last year, we managed to see like like you presenting your <laughs> with, with that little booth. We're like, oh, so proud. <laughs> and uh, this th- th- this year, I guess you you're without taking too much away from it. You're you're you were asked to present at the CTSQ. I was. Yeah. I was. And how does that? Like, like, how's that make you feel? <laughs> I was actually quite surprised when I got asked to do it. Pleasantly surprised, I must say. Um, because, uh, like, I knew that Masters was going to open a few doors for me. And, and to still be away from this school or this environment for a little while. Um, but to still get asked to present at, like, a pretty highly recognized um, oh, yeah. conference mm-hmm. was and there's only four speakers so <laughs> was, you're one of them I was kind of shocked but also very excited and, and very happy have, have you ever attended any of the CTSQ conferences I have oh. okay, so having attended kind of what's some something that you could share maybe for the students as to what they can expect going into the conference Right. Um, well, they always have pretty good <laughs> lecturers. <laughs> and food. Especially this year. <laughs> this year I hope, this hopefully year. I can keep that streak alive. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's always, for me, it's always super interesting to learn different aspects of the CTSQ, uh, CTSQ of athletic therapy. Um, <laughs> you're good, you're good. Sorry. <laughs> but... Uh, and so once you sit through like lectures, um, a lot there's also you can look on forward to some hands-on things as well um, that you can actually apply to your everyday practice. Um, and then you get to look forward to a wonderful banquet uh, filled with all of your friends that you know. And again, you get to like like you said at the beginning, you get to network and and find different people that are actually working in the field. In case you're once you've graduated, you can go and reach out to them, f- either just for um, the conseil or to see how how did they get to that place or do you have any openings to hire me <laughs> uh, yeah i just kind of well kind of going off that that's kind of an experience that richard had as well uh so richard did you kind of uh, he richard actually he's attended one of the conferences before and kind of i just want richard if you could kind of share your experience with the guests uh or with our listeners as to kind of what happened with you yeah so when i was in my first year uh in the program uh i was going through my emails and i got an email from the ctsq oh we're looking for volunteers to uh for the annual athletic therapy conference so i was like oh i'll check it out and it was at at that time it was at it was at the end of march uh so i didn't have much to do and it was like on a weekend so i was like oh sure well not I'll, I'll kind of check it out how it goes and um so I ended up volunteering my first year for the CTSQ conference. Um, it was super fun. I got to meet a lot of people. I got to meet a lot of the older students, which was a lot of fun for me. Um, and I also got to kind of meet uh, people, all the ATs who had graduated and were already in, in the professional field. And I also got to, to see my supervisors that I had just, not my supervisors, but the supervisors of the internship placements I wanted to, I wanted to go to. Um, so I kind of went to talk to most of them. Uh, Kind of just to say hi, how are you? Uh, like hopefully they remembered me, and, <laughs> and, and like in most of the cases they did. Um, and later on, I ended up getting uh, my first internship placement uh, that I wanted. And they, my supervisor, later later let me know that um, yeah, one of the reasons that we chose you was because you showed you showed your face at at the CTSQ con- uh, 
conference. Um, so definitely that's a big opportunity if you want to kind of meet your potential supervisors, uh, want to put a good impression and showing people that you want to really be involved in the athletic therapy world. Nice job, yeah. Richie. <laughs> you do have an unforgettable face. <laughs> Thank you, I try. <laughs> Yeah, and I've definitely heard stories, like, uh, I don't remember who it, who, who it was from, but um, I've heard stories where people who went to, like, conferences, like, for example, the CATA conference, uh, so they they were just sitting at a random table talking to a random person about, like, maybe they're interested in strength conditioning, and then, like, later on, like, like little did they know the person was actually, the person they were talking to actually was looking for someone to fill in that spot, and she, that, that person that came out of it, came out of a job which is really cool and I think that um, it's really important and I feel like um, a lot of people are scared of these uh, conferences and I understand it um, but you have to understand that networking is not something that you should wait till your fourth year because you could uh, honestly when me when, when Tyler and I went to the con- uh, the CATA conference last year a lot of the, uh, a lot of the certifieds were really surprised that um, that we were only second years attending it. and they're very receptive of us and they're very excited to have students there just because it's like they're, they're, they're trying to move the profession forward and they need everyone to be on the same boat. So I think that's really cool for yeah, absolutely. students. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's really important that you keep in mind that in this case, it's not just about doing your exams, going to classes, and that's it. You want to be able to socialize with everybody around, everybody that's involved uh, with the profession. So you kind of have people that you know when you graduate after uh, after finishing uh, your bachelor's. And if you're lucky, like Tyler, getting an award, you might even... Uh, <laughs> you might, yeah, yeah, congrats, Tyler. We, we haven't really <laughs> talked about that, but congrats for your award. You might so even proud. end up... Yeah, you might even end up with a larger network of contacts because I know I was with him. I was kind of like his uh, like, like, like wingman, like his hype man. <laughs> and everyone was like, what are you here for? I'm like, I'm just attending a conference. I'm just trying to support him. Oh, so you're basically a, a wingman for, 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 for a lifesaver here? <laughs> So yeah, so Tyler, so, so how was the conference last year? Uh, well, thank you, thank, thank you for that, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, the the, co- the co- attending conferences is a great experience. It was it was a huge learning experience for for myself and uh, Joe is, could say the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to be able to 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 go to the conference and actually sit down uh, with with. With people that you don't know, uh, get to know their story. Uh, ask they're open. They're so open to questions, and even yourself there, they have so many questions for you as well. Even as a second year, so that was really different. I wasn't expecting to be a second year and having to add to answer questions like that. So that was really nice, also. And so it's just it was really it's an awesome learning experience to attend these co- these types of conferences, and it's a great way to meet people. Yeah. So really, really good insight for uh, for you guys, listeners. Um, so that was Tyler just talked about uh, the CATA conference, and um, which is going to be in Quebec City this year. Right. So come. <laughs> We might get, we might sponsor. Or <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> uh, but um, so mo- getting back to the CTSU conference uh, during which Erica is going to present. Yes. Um, could we get a little, uh, you know, sneak like a little peek. trailer sneak peek <laughs> of teaser. what your little teaser of what you're going to present? Um, I suppose so. We'll cut you off if you say too much. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So not, the, not the juicy stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will be presenting on the research that I did during my master's, mm-hmm. um, which again was all based on uh, pretty much the psychology of an athlete post injury, um, and we're seeing how that cor- we wanted to see how that correlated with their length of rehabilitation time. Okay. Um, 
and tune in. And the results, the results show that. Cut. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not give more. If you want to listen for more of it. um you can come to the CTSU conference. Uh, just get your tickets. <laughs> just do it. Um, and I think, yeah, so we're trying to keep this episode short uh, for you guys. Um, I think one last thing, uh, personally, that I'd like to know is you were mentioning, uh, well, you were saying that you, you like teaching a lot and whatnot. So uh, would your next step be getting a PhD? Ah, <laughs> very interesting question. <laughs> I thought about that for a long, 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 long time. Uh-huh. Um, it's still definitely not out of the question. Um, I can't say that I'm applying to a PhD right now, um, but it's definitely not out of the question. And I know in order, if I want to actually become a professor at university, that that's going to be a main step for me to take. So maybe in Mm -hmm. a couple of years down the road, I might come back to school. Dr. Porter. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of direct it. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, before we leave, I just want to ask my question I'll usually ask every guest. So um, with uh, President Erica had to give advice to younger Erica. What would that be? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can, you can take your time to think. It's a it's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. Just pretend as if you were talking to 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 like a first year. I yeah. Guess. Right. First year. Um. Or talk to Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> I would suggest to you to show up on class on Oh, oh. <laughs> doing that. Rich. I have been doing that. Rich. 15 minutes early before class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drops mic and leaves room. <laughs> um, no. Honestly, it's to... <sighs> Like, this program is so fun. I find the all, all of the people are, are extremely nice and extremely fun. Oh, yeah. um, but it's, again, like you guys are kind of saying, is to get involved into all of the activities and all of the conferences and, and all of the events that are taking place and to really... Because that's the, that's the part that's going to make you excited about athletic therapy. Um, so, like, pup crawl? So <laughs> pup crawl. That's exactly what I was talking about. I completely agree with that, yeah. That is no, a very important part. Um, no, but, like, again if you can get involved even just like in the intramural sports obviously sports is a big part of my life and being on the varsity sports was some of the best times my of my life as well and it has for me it's made me become a better athletic therapist because again going through injuries now I know what they feel like um, for the patients that I'm treating so I have more (laughs) empathy and sympathy when they're (laughs) when they're Screaming while we're bending their knee <laughs> post ACL surgery, um, but yeah, I I mean I I wouldn't change for me. I'm happy because I wouldn't change huh. the path that I took. So I wouldn't have any advice to change anything for my younger selves. But for you guys, again, it's just to get involved and to really, if this is your passion, then to go full throttle and and find the people and find the places that you you want to work at and and be the best people you can be. Yeah, I agree. 
because like attending a conference is like really makes you feel like you're a part of this Absolutely. profession and, and you're not just like a number just because i felt like we were all actually in it together like even as 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 a candidate mm-hmm. um so that was really cool that you that you know you have a voice in this profession yeah even as students you are a member and you, your your opinion matters yeah and it's fun yeah food food a happy family <laughs> um all right, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Rich, where can we find Erica? So if you want to know more about Erica Porter and her master's thesis, you could find her on April 28th at the annual athletic therapy conference. Boom. Boom. At the conference, right. guys. <laughs> that's where you will find her. <laughs> if you want to find us, that's where we're going to be also. So make <laughs> sure to or, or in the Biomech lab. In the <laughs> or in the Biomech lab right now. Stop by anytime. <laughs> so Erica, thanks so much for giving us some of your precious time. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you so uh, much for real being here. Thank you, Erica. Missed you guys. And... Oh, shout out to CJLO oh <laughs> for giving us this amazing equipment yes. uh, that we were able to set up and to record off-site uh, away from the studios. Yep. Shout out to Tony for the lab. All right. Yeah, we can't forget. We love, we love Biomech Tony. lab instructor. Yeah. All right. So wouldn't be here without both Allison or Tony. So if you haven't already, make sure you check us out on Facebook and Instagram, The Watts Podcast. That's with a double T. So W-A-T-T-S. Watch out for our upcoming episodes on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Podbean. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you plug back into our next episode. Until then, stay beautiful. Thanks, Erica. Thank you, guys. Stay beautiful, guys. Stay beautiful. See you at the conference. See you.